Welcome, welcome once again to the Wonderland, everybody. I trust you've had sufficient time to recover from the last episode and that you're all good and ready to take yet another slide down the luge of lunacy, the slippery slide of stupidity, the water slide of wasted time. That is this, the 81st episode of My Wonderland, now in its fifth season of existence, despite numerous bomb threats, cease and desist letters, and all efforts to have it banned under the Geneva Convention for Crimes Against Logic, Common Sense and Cleverness in Podcasting. On the other hand, as my primary school Zen master used to say, if everybody is happy with what you're doing, then you're either doing it wrong or dead. So I think we're actually on the right track for the time being. Hmm. Anyway, look, on the subject of being happy, I have a few questions for all of you. And here they are. Is life getting better or is life getting worse? Is life getting harder or is life getting easier? Now, these aren't questions that I want you to answer, actually, because I think they're all too difficult to answer. Well, I think they're both too difficult to answer. But I do want us to contemplate them for a minute. And the reason I want to do that is because I found myself in the shower today, as you do when you need a shower, looking for shaving cream that wasn't actually there. And I found myself considering those very questions. Now, always, we here at The Wonderland have the ideal forum for such meaningful contemplation, and our regular listeners know precisely what that is. And of course, yes, it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to theory time. So anyway... Those questions, as in the ones that I just asked you before the introduction to theory time, are kind of perennial, aren't they? Meaning, people have been asking themselves those questions probably since, I don't know, since Buddha played midfield for the Nepalese nationals back in 492 BC. You know, along with questions like, is he going for the goal? Is there going to be a miracle shot from the corner in the last 30 seconds of overtime? Is he going to bring out the six higher knowledges and risk a yellow card? And so on and so on and so on. But of course, I digress. Look, I seriously believe that throughout history, there has never been a point where people have not alternatively had good times, followed by bad times, followed by good times, followed by shit times, followed by good times... Etc. 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 Okay. So this, I think, has also had nothing to do with any technology or lack of technology or whatever happened to be around at the time. But people in any age would have perceived life as being easy or difficult, depending on their current reality and perception of existing circumstances. And so these questions are actually the wrong questions. The right questions would be one. What makes a good time? And two, why do we have bad times over which we have no control and which we feel that we absolutely do not deserve? Okay, generally speaking, good times are pretty easy to identify because these are times which cause us to feel good, which seems simple enough, doesn't it? But if the question relates to our most meaningful and satisfying good times, then the simple answer is challenge. 
And what I'm talking about is challenge to achieve something that either we ourselves or other people believe that we cannot possibly do. And it doesn't matter what it is. You can be a homeless person or destitute in a war zone with absolutely no resources, and your challenge is to find a way to keep yourself alive for another 24 hours. Because the nucleus of what the human mind decides is a good time is when you manage to overcome whatever odds are facing you in any given situation. And I reckon that these are the times when it feels genuinely brilliant to be alive. A bad time, on the other hand, is something that you need to have in order to have the good times. Because as we should all know by now, it simply isn't possible to have a good time all the time. Unless you happen to be the keyboard player for Spinal Tap. Now as for whether things are better or worse, remember that every age brings with it a new set of developments, a new set of challenges, new sets of rules and regulations, yada yada yada. Because things are constantly evolving or devolving, depending on how you choose to look at it, as they have from the beginning of time as we know it. So, the next time you think that society has gotten out of hand, just remember, things have always been out of hand in one way or another, and will always be out of hand, because somewhere deep down inside, that's the way we want it, and that's the way we need it to be. And what does all of this prove? I'll tell you what it proves. It proves that Ronan Keating was right. Life is a roller coaster. It always has been, it always will be, and there isn't a roller coaster on earth that would be any fun if there were no scary bits. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's somewhat convoluted episode of Theory Time. And in case you're wondering, I did actually find the shaving cream. Unfortunately, though, my razor is still in my suitcase, which is still somewhere between Amsterdam Airport and Zurich Airport, and God knows when that's going to turn up. But hey, can't we be fuzzy for a few days? Yes, we can, as President Obama would have suggested. So, it's time for Song of the Day, which today features a song of mine, recorded a few years back and which the record company tells me is going to be re-released soon with a brand new mix. And so I'll be bringing that one to you at a later date. For now though, I present to you the original album mix of In The Morning. I was dreaming I was lying all alone in a big field When it occurred to me what was it was Far from your touch, far away I was falling So I leave for a while with the world all around me Going for the world, there were stars up above me And it doesn't mean the stars ain't there Cause you can't see In the morning
and that's a preview of In The Morning. Now, I could have played the whole song for you, but I feel a four-and-a-half-minute song is a bit long for inclusion here, so please do check out the whole thing on any of the music streaming services, including Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Deezer, Google, etc., etc. You will, of course, also find the rest of my albums and singles there too. Just make sure you type in my name with the correct spelling, which is G-E-O-F-F-H-E-A-L-E-Y, and you'll be good to go. All right, something else which is good to go, or to eat here if you would prefer, is our next segment, which recently won the Judges' Choice category at the prestigious Nonsense in Contemporary Podcasting Awards. And needless to say, we're aiming for the top spot next year. So let's get down with the award-winning entry, this week's edition of... Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. So, Kevin, here we are again. Oh, my God, Jeff, it's been so long. It's like after the pause, I feel, I feel refreshed. Yeah, I feel refreshed. I feel renewed. I feel, I feel ridiculous, and which is basically... <laughs> I'm hearing a strange noise, Kevin. Why am I hearing a strange noise? Oh, I know. I know. Because What are you doing? Uh, well, basically what I'm doing, Kev, I've got this thing called a metronome turned on. Okay, why are we doing that? Well, basically, do we, do we have to do this in a certain amount of time, or we have to do it like in swing time, or we have to do it swing time. We like, like, uh, hi, Kevin, how are you? Are you I'm feeling not too bad. really? How are you, Chef? I'm doing mm. great, Kevin. Yeah, that sort of thing. But it, it, well, obviously, it's not going. That work. was so unmusical. That was so I know, long. I know. Yeah, I, I was trying to turn it into a party. Uh, speaking of parties, Kevin. Oh yes. Now, oh yes. I have a, con- a concept for you, Kev. Which? Oh, what is that? Well, I'd like you to share your unique perspective on this one because, you know, whenever people talk to me about good times... Wait, 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 wait. Should I I get a coffee or a shot for uh, this one? You better get whatever you can that's quite strong, Kevin, because you will need it. Okay. Okay. You know what? The thing is... Okay. What is the thing? Should I do that right now? It's so far away. You know what? I'm going to hold off. Okay, hold off, Kev. I'm going to put that on... You know, on hold for the moment, and I probably will have a shot once we finish this. (laughs) Yes, okay, but for now, put the gun down, and let's get this done. All right, so, Kev, well, you've heard of people talking of parties, and you've heard them Mm -hmm. say, I went to a horrible party last night, it really sucked. And then I will normally say something like, well, you know, maybe, maybe you should give them another try. And then what do you mean? Well, well, quite often, the first party sucks, and the second party... Just is a lot the second party. Yeah, it's, it's always better. The second party is always better. Exactly. So I'm wondering why there seems to be such a big thing in society about third party. <laughs> People are always talking about third party this, yeah. third party that, third party insurance, as if you need insurance for a party. I don't know what that noise, Kevin, Jeff, was, but I just Jeff. heard a dingly niggly words. What, what? Listen, here's the thing. What's third, the thing? It's a totally different thing. It's not talking oh. about parties. It's like not the first, second, or third party. It's talking about like someone removed from the situation or from the thing. What? what because they were misbehaving? Because they were too drunk and they got removed from the party? So is this well, what no, you're telling me? And no, oh. it's not. It, it has nothing to do. I mean, it could do with a party. It could. Okay. It could technically, okay. but generally, okay. it doesn't mean. Like, let me give you an example. So, like, okay. um, like. Uh, you know what? I can't give you an example, Jeff. I don't think I can give you an example. Wait, now, a third party is someone who's like, uh, say if I wanted to ask for information for, from somebody about a okay. certain situation, I'd say, listen, how was that party? I said, yeah, you better talk to so-and-so. Yeah, but I don't know them. Okay, well, why don't you talk to so-and-so? So they're like a third party right. to the party. 
Does that make sense? Okay, so in other words, they're at a party and then they bring a whole lot of other people who'd been at another party, then that was also the third party as opposed to the first and the second, which weren't so good. They tried out another party, the third one, and then they'd gone to the second. Wouldn't that mean like a kind of a sixth party at the end of the day? I don't know. Uh, what if you're like... What, what about that six degrees of separation? Is that, is that part of the third third party? Is that the same thing? What's, what's wrong with five degrees? Well, I don't know. What's wrong with that? Well, there's nothing wrong with the, with, with the three degrees, actually, because that was a really good <laughs> a soul band in the 70s, I believe. They were very, very capable. And, really? But, and I'm sure they had parties. And they would have had parties, Kevin. So let's think about this. The three degrees at a party okay. and the third party they go to mm-hmm. must have been... Wouldn't that be pretty cold, though? If it was only three degrees at a party? Oh, I never thought of that. You know what I, I mean? Like, why would you Why would you be there? Yeah. It's not much of a party. Well, if you were in Norway, for example, and it was winter, you wouldn't have a choice. It would be cold, wouldn't it? That's true. And they don't mind cold. No, they don't mind cold. And, hmm. and in any case, if you needed insurance, then you would get third-party insurance. Yeah, but why is it third-party insurance, Jeff? Well, that's because the first two parties were so crap. You thought, <laughs> I want to have insurance for the third one to make sure it's not going to be so awful. I want to cut my own head off. And that's why. So you mean like third-party insurance is actually only, you only get insurance, like third-party insurance, when you've already had two parties. That's exactly right. And that's why they have it. And when they talk about a third party, well, you know, well, who's the third party? And you look at them blankly and you say, what do you mean who? Don't you mean where? <laughs> right. That's why I don't have third-party insurance. Uh, because you never know where that third party is, and you have to write that on the form. They're going to say, where was the party? It was at, I don't know, 15 Radcliffe Street. Oh, my... You know, and then they're going to ask you a whole lot of questions. And at the end of the day, Kevin, yeah. if you're one of the three degrees, you probably won't care because you will have frozen to death in the meantime. Jeff, I think that's a solid uh, concept. I think it's a solid concept, and I think you should sell it to somebody. Okay, frozen solid. Yeah. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And Little Kev and myself will return in two weeks' time with more good times on the next episode of The Wonderland. Now, regular listeners to this show will know I am not averse to challenging conventional points of view and accepted wisdom and proposing scenarios based on opposites. That is, opposites of what we're used to. So with that in mind, we are now going to leap foolishly into our final regular segment of the show, which might just happen to be... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day, which today is all about the power of suggestion. And in an area which we might not normally consider. So, here we go. Now, I'm wondering why we were created in such a way that eating a lot and being lazy tends to make us fat. Which is probably the easiest physical state to achieve. Whilst keeping the weight off and staying physically fit is arguably one of the hardest things to do. And so, if there was any justice at the point of creation... Shouldn't we have been conceived in such a way that eating a lot and doing no exercise would result in a perfect physique, whilst fat people would get that way by starving themselves and doing loads and loads of exercise? Like, isn't life hard enough without having to constantly feel inferior because we're porky and out of shape? Yeah, I reckon it is. 
So let's go all John Lennon for a bit and imagine a society where people in good shape, as in not overweight, would be routinely mocked and thought inferior, whilst fat people were generally admired, respected and lusted after. Now, I know that some of you might immediately go, hey Jeff, what about the sumo wrestlers in Japan? They're considered really sexy there. And that is true. So in a sense, Japan is actually partly on board with what I'm saying. But obviously this would have to be instituted at a creational rather than a cultural level. So on our current plane of existence, things in that area are very unlikely to change. But what I'm getting at here is that our general perception as to what is physically attractive might be more complex than we think. And I don't believe it's about physical appearance per se, but much more to do with supply and demand, i.e. that we are all subconsciously drawn toward the minority, as in people who stand out in the crowd because of effort they've made in themselves. And that could be in any number of areas. Look, flesh is flesh, and as such, I think the amount of it you happen to carry around with you is not necessarily here or there. But I wonder if what makes a person physically attractive to others comes down to what their appearance suggests about them rather than what it actually is, along with a good deodorant. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that hopefully helpful and pleasantly fragrant note, we say farewell to thought of the day for another fortnight, and also this episode of The Wonderland. Thanks to all of you for listening, and as always, a big thanks to little Kev for his invaluable contribution to our Good Time segment, which I think means that it had no value. I'm not sure. Anyway, you be the judge, folks. And please do join us for the next episode of the show, which will very probably pop up on the streaming services in two weeks from now. Until then... Don't sweat the small stuff, because it's all small stuff. And I'll be talking at you again on the next episode of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.